welcome to Life Without Us, a podcast that shares stories about community and connection to inspire more of us to have more us in our lives. I'm Valerie Navarrete, a strategist, facilitator, and community builder who believes deeply that we need to recenter interdependence in order to thrive. Welcome back, everyone. Well, welcome back for those of you who listened to season one of this podcast. For the new folks, I'm so glad you found us. It's been a long while since we wrapped season one of Life Without Us, and it breaks my heart to share that my time away was marked by a devastating loss. I hit pause in the middle of season one of this podcast to be present with my mom as she underwent a lower limb amputation and then aggressive chemotherapy following the diagnosis of a rare case of geriatric osteosarcoma. It's the type of bone cancer that Terry Fox had, and just like him, my mom Sandy tried not only to beat it, but to create memories and meaning while she did so, and I was determined to help her. We spoke on the phone almost every day this past year and a half and spent as much intentional time together as possible. During one of our visits this past summer, after we knew beating it was no longer an option, but we were still dedicated to creating memories and meaning, I asked her what she was most proud of, other than the obvious stuff like her family and career-related accomplishments. My friendships, she answered, without skipping a beat. And it made perfect sense to me. It made sense as I witnessed several of her friends come to visit her in the hospital when her health started declining dramatically at the end of July. It made sense as they and other friends spent hours with her and us at my parents' home through the month of August as she grew weaker. And as one of her best friends stood hand in hand with our family as we said goodbye to mom on a sunny morning in early September. When people die, an almost universal reaction is to wish for more time. I will live the rest of my life with that wish. My mom died with that wish. It is what happens when you love. As I sometimes tell my daughter in broken French because we're a francophone household, but it's not my first language. La mort et le manque sont les deux faces d'une même chose. Love and missing are two sides of the same thing. As much as I'll spend the rest of my life wishing I could have one more conversation with my mom, what I won't live with is any regret for the connection we shared in the time we did have together. And I will always be incredibly grateful for how we showed up in the last year and a half when I got to join mom in her journey to keep creating memories and meaning right up until goodbye. I chose time as a theme for this second season of the Life Without Us podcast before mom hit her sudden midsummer decline. In fact, while I never got to asking her, I had hoped to have her as a guest on the show this season to talk about her perspectives on nourishing community as a lifelong connector. It didn't end up making sense once we found out how advanced the cancer had suddenly become, 
And once we learned the cancer had moved to my mom's brain and she started to experience difficulties speaking. I'm sure she would have done it anyway had I asked her. That was just the kind of mom she was. And yes, I do know how lucky I am to have had a mom like that. But it didn't feel right asking her to record an episode for all of you when I knew she was channeling every ounce of energy she had into making just a few more memories with her friends and family. So, instead of interviewing her, I'm dedicating the season of the podcast to my mom, Sandy, and I'll spend the next few minutes sharing some of the ways I see her in each of these time-themed episodes. I see her in next week's episode, featuring a follow-up interview with season one guest, Craig Rattan. When Craig and I recorded our first Life Without Us interview in spring 2021, it was just three weeks after he and his co-owners had moved into their new home with a co-created vision for living in community. Our second interview together will be released next Tuesday. In it, Craig and I talk about how he and his co-owners are doing a year and a half into their shared living situation. And we dig into how the development of their laneway house has forced them to have some courageous conversations with their neighbors. My mom's dear friend, who was with us the morning mom passed away, was my parents' neighbor two doors down. My mom made friends in every area of her life, and she treasured all of them. This season will also offer a view on living in community from a much more distant horizon. Steve Fick has lived at Terra Firma, one of the Ottawa region's only co-housing communities for more than 25 years, and is one of its founders. While we didn't speak about it in our interview, he shared with me afterward that one of the cornerstones of his long-standing commitment to community and collaboration is his Quaker faith. It meant the world to me that a number of the members of the United Church congregation my family and I were part of in my youth came to the celebration of life we held for mom in late September. Growing up, they introduced me to the feeling of being part of something bigger than myself or my immediate family. And while I no longer identify as religious, I carry with me the lessons they taught me about community in all that I do. Not every community or connection reaches those kinds of multi-decade milestones. Sometimes it's just because life takes us in different directions, and sometimes it's because we fail to nourish the ones we treasure most. This season, Tanya Cothran, author of the Platonic Romance Substack, joins me to talk more about this in relation to adult friendships. She shares tips on how to navigate the type of big life changes that often impact our friendships over time, like when one friend has a kid or another one moves, and we reflect together on why we wish more of a centered friendship in our lives. My mom died at 73 with friends she'd only known a few years and others with whom she'd had 50 plus year relationships. She loved with a heart that was ever expanding. While my heart has ached every day since she left us, the love her friends have shown to our family through our shared grief has been a balm. I see my mom in the season two episodes featuring Indy Madar from Brown Girl Outdoor World and Louisa G. and Luke Lalonde. Indy and I talk about how it's long past time to change the narrative around who outdoor adventure is for 
as we explore the intersection of race, gender, the outdoors, and community building. Louisa and Luke and I talk about community futures. My mom believed deeply in the value of community, and, as someone who was a mom to three mixed-race kids, a caregiver to one who lives with disability, and someone who experienced disability herself in her final years, she was very much aware of the need to address the gaps and exclusion in our society's current conceptions of community. My mom was an incredible example of starting with her own corner of the world, of inspiring me and many others to have more us in our lives. Not because it was always perfect or easy, but because we only have so much time. And even when it's running out, she showed us all, time and time again, that the best way is to spend it together. I dedicate this season to my mom, Sandy. I will spend the rest of my life wishing we had more time. And I'm so grateful for the memories and the meaning we created, all 42 years of loving each other. I hope you all find something in my attempt to share a bit of my mom, Sandy, with you. And from the stories of community and connection I'll be sharing with you on the podcast this fall. Stay tuned for new episodes each Tuesday on lifewithoutuspod.com or wherever you find podcasts. Thanks for being with me.